serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday! Oh man, I'm so excited because this time, this time, brother, it's two versus one. You and the other governor, Brewer, you guys ganged up to me. This time, I think I got a guy on my team. Yeah, we're going to introduce him in a second. So, 25 years ago Sunday, the Phoenix Lights. Becky Lynn, where were you? I was here, but I didn't see it. I didn't didn't see it. it. I didn't see it in the sky either. It's been 25 years, you say? Sunday. Sunday. I'm hoping that maybe that will be an anniversary for them as well, and they'll come back to take another look. Bright lights in a V-shape. Maybe a massive ship miles wide right over Phoenix. Hundreds, maybe thousands of people saw them on March 13th, 1997. Look at that. There's another one. They're lined up in in a pattern. I got four of them. We still don't know what the Phoenix lights were. Major sighting here. All right. So a lot of you saw it. A lot of you were recording it. Uh, Chad was just talking the other day. Governor Brewer and I were we were we were getting on Chad because he's a, a believer. Brewer and I think you know that it wasn't UFOs. But twenty five years ago, Fife Symington was the governor of Arizona. He had to deal with this, and now he joins us on KTAR. Maybe he's going to take your side, Governor uh, Symington. How are you? I'm well, and how are you? Good to have you back on the show. So, uh, you know, it's been a few years. It has. It has. You know, Chad, we used to do many years ago, five, I don't even remember, you know, if you remember this, we used to do a segment here in afternoons so so many years ago, Cooking with Fife, where he would come in and he would cook while on the air and talk politics. Nice. Yeah. That's good. That's right. we need I, more remember, of I remember put it, putting the microphone right in the saute pan, <laughs> and you could right. hear the sizzle. That is exactly <laughs> right. All right, so Chad is a big believer. My partner here is a, a big believer. My first question for you is, okay, the night that this happens, 25 years ago, you start getting these fo- phone calls. What is going through your mind? Well, I I was um, mystified. I, I, I uh, watched the building hysteria over the uh, the sightings and uh and i really uh as you know i'm a i'm a trekkie and i'm a great enthusiast on the ufo matter and i thought well maybe maybe they're finally coming after us (laughs) but okay so the next day you held a press conference i want to play a little of this because you poked fun at it to the point of uh, uh and let's just play it and then we'll we'll uh we'll we'll explain it here's what happened the day after the day after isn't that a movie? Yes, it is. Okay. And he went to humorous and controversial lengths not to stir the pot. He held a news conference after the Phoenix Lights to announce the mystery had been solved. And now I'll ask Officer Stein and his colleagues to escort the accused into the room so that we may all look upon the guilty party. Don't get him too close to me, please. In the alien costume, the governor's chief of staff. So you brought your chief of staff out in a, in a you know, head-to-toe aliens costume. Did you do that to yes, try and I, make, like, people calm down? Or what, what, was, what were you thinking? Yeah, I was, I was trying to add some levity to the situation to, to, you know, because there was a building hysteria. And, uh, and, and I thought, oh, this is a great opportunity to inject some fun into this. And uh, I think everybody needed to kind of find their sense of humor. And uh, my chief of staff, by the way, had a very good sense of humor. He uh, he told me when I told him to put the costume on, he said, it's not part of my job description. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you and said, said, I'm governor. It is. <laughs> and, I quit and, I, and then I said, well, I don't accept your resignation. Put it on. 
Oh, wow, that's good. <laughs> so, so Fife, I've seen you, and out of the blue, I've seen you give speeches about this, and and uh, it, it's very interesting because I think that night or the next day, or at the Air Force came out and said, "Oh, they were just flares." You didn't believe that they were just flares because people had seen the flares. This was separate of that. I felt like you know what, uh, they're lying. Yeah, well, I, having been in the Air Force uh, and everything, I, kn- I knew all about high-altitude flares and stuff, and those weren't flares. Flares don't fly in a V formation and maintain their altitude like that and behave in that kind of a pattern. So uh, they, they, they weren't, and I, to this day, I would be adamant about that, but they just were not flares. What's your gut say they are, or were? <clears throat> Well, of course, the um, the you, you remember the A-10 story about the flight from um, Tucson of A-10s that uh, the Air Force said it was uh, the A-10s, but the timing of that didn't work out. Uh, so uh, I think we were visited by the great unknown. I, I, you know, it's not going to be the first time we've we've um, you know that we we've encountered uh, unidentified flying objects before and. I, I don't think there's any denying the fact that that's exactly what they were. They were UFOs. Fife Simonton is joining us, former Arizona governor. Uh, during uh, the Phoenix Lights incident 25 years ago, it will uh, Sunday it will be 25 years ago. So uh, did, did the feds call you and say, hey, listen, uh, don't, did they tell you to say anything publicly? I think it was the Clinton administration. Did you get a call from Washington? I'm just curious because I've never asked you that question. Did they say? No, I never, I, yeah. I never got a call. Okay. No. Uh, but we, we checked in with um, the National Guard and, um, and uh, the Luke Air Force Base, where I think they, they actually denied that they scrambled a couple of birds, but they did uh, to, to pursue the, uh, the lights. And uh, people heard the, uh, the the aircraft take off from from Luke, uh, and so but we never got satisfactory answers. Even John McCain didn't. John was intrigued by the the whole issue, and I remember talking to him about it. We we never got satisfactory explanations for it. Did you ever have like a high ranking military or aviation government official uh, kind of tell you, uh, you know what, you might be right that that may have been something from another world? Did anyone ever? share that with you no nobody uh nobody did um but i i I, you know there there are just so many instances now of convincing video footage and stuff of um alien spacecraft you saw the stuff that was uh, taken off of the uh, aircraft carriers uh, Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago out in off of san diego the tic tacs um the tic tacs and um it's just inexplicable to have an aircraft be able to move through the air and through water and make the kind of pivots and turns and climbing and descents in altitude with such rapidity. So, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with, uh, we're definitely dealing with UFOs and where, where they come from, I have no idea, but, but uh, for sure, it's not a terrestrial explanation. No, and in fact, uh, uh, you know that you had the Rendlesham, which was in in, in England. You had the the Tehran incident, uh, and which they scrambled jets to themselves. And you had Belgium in the same situation. All of these are very similar, and that's why when you think about that, we were testing something, or they were flares, just never seems to 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 cut the mustard. Uh, do you think that they're here now? Do you think we got aliens here now, like on the planet? Well, clearly, uh, we are visited periodically. Whether they're here on a permanent basis or not, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a clue. But, 
certainly there have been more and more sightings and um, and I guess because people have cell phones now that take good pictures, we're, we're seeing more photographic evidence of their existence. And I remember talking to the uh, Iranian general, he's a national hero, who uh, flew his jet after, uh, after one of the UFOs over uh, Tehran, and, and he told me how his, um, his instrument panel uh, just basically froze as he closed in on it. And uh, he, he survived the incident. It was quite a tale, and it was all depicted on radar. People saw it and saw it on radar. You saw the Phoenix Lights, lights with your own eyes, right? Yes. Okay, so when you went out, were you at your house, and you walked outside, and you're like, no, oh, no I, went to a, I went to a park off the 51 between um, just, just uh, west of the 51, where... Uh, closer to Squall Peak so that there was some elevation so I could get a good 360-degree view, and uh, that's where I saw it. And so behind closed doors, you were like, holy crap, but in front of the microphone, you're like, everybody chill out. Yeah, well, it was important to chill out. I, I You know, the hysteria was uh, building, and I, I just didn't think that was really constructive, and, uh, and so I, I thought we'd have some fun with it. I think the UFO community misunderstood my uh, what I was trying to do. <laughs> I certainly wasn't. I wasn't trying to ridicule anybody. No, you were trying to calm everybody down because the difference is. I think if UFOs showed up here today, oh. people would lose their minds. We say we lose our mind now. Five. I mean, come on, we lose our minds all the time for stuff. I don't think people could handle it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think I think people are more accepting um, of um, the existence of UFOs now, and and there's um, less of the uh, sort of the sarcasm that greets a public official when he admits that he's seen, seen something of that nature. You know, you, you, uh, you used to suffer a high degree of ridicule, but I think those days are over. 25 years since the Phoenix Lights. Fife Simonton was the governor of the great state of Arizona at that time. It's great to catch up with you again. Uh, look to talk to you soon, and thanks for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. All right, Fife Simonton, everybody. He's a believer. He is. He's a believer. He is. I think it's interesting, though. When you are the leader of a state and something happens in your state, how do you handle it? Uh, and I can tell you, you know, and so can Becky Lynn. We were both here when the Phoenix light happened and lights happened, and it was pandemonium. It was yes. people were freaked. Yep, yep. I yep. mean, it was almost everywhere. It was on the news. Sure, I mean, all over the country. It was on like you know uh, the nightly news with all because what were these things that showed up? And if you this go wasn't to, a single little light that no. was in the sky. No, no, this it, was massive, and it was like. One of the most definitive sightings of something yes. that ever. everybody ever. just stopped and went, okay, Holy. you got me. I don't know what that is. And that Tehran thing that he's talking about, when they, when they scrambled that, man, what they did to that guy's jet or whatever happened, he it scrambled was it. crazy. Yeah. Like, he wasn't even flying it at times. It's fun to talk about, and it's fun to look back on 25 years um, and, and think about what in the world was that That's in the it. sky. And how was it handled by Fife Symington? He handled it in a very kind of much different way than, I mean, could you see Ducey coming out, you know, putting his chief of staff in an alien suit? No. No. But we're, like you said, we're much more apt now, I think, to, well, that's to, the next to not that. be, you know, ridiculed, unlike Gatos, who likes to ridicule right, everybody like to re- believes ridicule in it. You. But yeah. I can't wait till they take him away. They <laughs> <laughs> may have already have. All right, coming up next, uh, it looks like Arizona schools will not be getting that $800 million a year that you voted for. We're going to talk about that. Uh, it's the Gatos and the Chad Show. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Uh, this portion of the program is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Flowing Electrical, two-time winner of the Benefits Bureau's X. so on, very ethical. Fun to uh, talk to Fife Simonton for Arizona Does Governor. Believe. As I said, we, we used to bring, in afternoons, we used to bring him in. He was like a pastry chef at, at one point for uh, a pretty good Italian restaurant out here. And we'd have the owner of that restaurant in studio. We'd have Fife in studio. Uh, we'd have a hot plate. They'd bring in food. We'd, and we'd cook food live on the air. And we would talk politics. That's and it was just different and weird and fun. Uh, and, uh, you know, I haven't talked to Fife Simonton in a long time, so it was good to catch up with him. He is definitely a believer of those Phoenix Lights 25 years ago. It's because they're real. Gosh, I, I, listen, I couldn't tell you what it what I couldn't, could even It was even definitely begin to not flares, no. and it was not just an anomaly, because right. it doesn't do stuff like that. Like, but, it just hung out there. But, but also, you know what's really interesting is, in Phoenix, there are a lot of sightings. And I could, t- I mean, I know, I used to do a show 9 to midnight here. And I, I will tell you, you, there was one night around maybe 10 o'clock where we weren't taking phone calls and every phone in the, in the entire building lit up and, you know, you're doing, you're doing, you're talking about you know, whatever, immigration, something like that. And you know, something's going on because at 10 o'clock, people are calling the newsroom, they're calling the show. So I stopped the show. I go, what is going on? And, and my producer at the time said, we've got tons of people who are calling and they're saying they're seeing the biggest light in the sky and people are freaking out. So we started putting them on. Yeah. We started putting the phone calls on, and people were... This wasn't the Phoenix Lights, but it was something different. And uh, and people... It's a hotbed for a while. It is here. a hotbed. Remember the movie that was yeah. made about the guy in... Was it Strawberry? No, yeah. it wasn't Strawberry. No, no, no. You're, you're talking about Travis Walton. Yeah, that guy uh, got... Out there in Snowflake. Oh, that is, that is a scary movie. He called when I was on my uh, national show one time to talk about it. Like, Oof. just... Yeah. What, his, was the, his, what was the movie, Wise Man? Travis uh, Walton, Pablo, you know, fire in the sky. Fire yeah. in the sky. Yeah, yeah. It Happened was. To, uh, he was abducted. He was the first. It was what part of Arizona? Snowflake, like Eastern Arizona. Okay. Snowflake, Arizona. Snowflake. Yeah. Okay. And they went out. There was five of them. They were loggers, and he got too close, and something took him. And he woke up three days later. Yeah. And everybody was. Uh, they thought they had murdered him, and they gave him all lie detector they tests. Thought his buddies murdered him. Yeah, and they continued. And then they thought he made it up, and they all continued to pass the lie detector test. They said over he was taken by aliens, yes. and they passed the lie detector test. Yeah, when they were asked that question. Yep, over and over. Yeah, think about that. Arizona is. I'm telling. I've seen weird things in the sky here. <clears throat> all right, the Gato Speak You poll question of the day Huge. is brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, catch it at uh, ktar.com. Uh, now that the uh, now that baseball is back, I'm asking everybody. Okay. I think a I'm still not going to watch. I think you're in that category, right? Pretty much. B I can't wait play ball. Or C maybe Kyler wants to play for the D backs instead of the Cardinals. <laughs> uh. Number one answer. I'm still not going to watch. Sixty one percent. All right. Uh, coming up. We're going to talk about the $800 million that will not go to Arizona schools because of Arizona Supreme Court. We're going to go into that. But up next, what price will Russia pay if they use chemical weapons? What if they do it? What is do we do? Line? Yeah, is that red line? Is there a red line? Biden won't talk about the red line, which is probably a good idea. Last time he was in an administration that talked about the red line, that was Syria. That was a disaster. But he did say they'd pay a price. What price would they pay? We're going to try and answer that question next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is us. He's our military analyst, the former uh, retired Army major and uh, military analyst. Mike Lyons joins us. And Mike, appreciate you coming on. Uh, all right. Uh, there, we're, inter- we're, 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 we're coming up to a weird time here where I feel like Putin is getting ready to have some sort of false flag thing, and the word chemical comes out, which means weapons, and that scares me, man, because we know what he's done in Syria and other places. Yeah, hey, Chad, I I, um, think that, right, false flag is probably a good way to describe it, but there's no tactical reason right now to use chemicals. Um, There's two kinds of chemical weapons. There's persistent and there's non-persistent, and the persistent obviously hangs around. It's mustard gas. It's kind of the old World War I um, chemicals that no, nothing's really changed since then. It's the same same kind of compounds. Um, they would stick to things and they would make things you know irritant for the you know people that that uh, that, that they land on and make it difficult for you know Russian forces to go in and, and take the city. The non-persistent one, that's the nerve agent type. Um, again, difficult to use right now based on the weather. It would dissipate quickly. It'd have to literally land right on top of you. They normally would combine it with field artillery and and other indirect fire weapons. And and again, um, doesn't show any more shock effect other because the artillery will kill you in the same same sense. So so I don't know. I, I don't know if it's in his interest to do that. It does cross a, a line from an international perspective, um, but it doesn't give him any advantage tactically on the ground. And I'm sure that's what his commanders are probably briefing him on right now. What does a chemical weapon do to do to you? What does it do to you? Well, it depends. If it's that. Um, persistent one, like mustard gas, it you know gets into your clothes and it, it could be an irritant. It can ir- irritate your skin. Okay. Uh, it makes you less effective if you're a soldier, if you're not protected, if you're not in a what's called a mop suit, which is a, a, a certain kind of suit. If you don't have a, um, a mask on, it gets in your eyes and it, it makes you less effective. The, uh, the, the non-persistent one, the, uh, the nerve agent is basically insecticide for humans. It Oof. gets into your system the smallest amount, put, you know, will, will paralyze you instantly and render you, you know, dead within two minutes. I mean, the kind of, the, the kind of, um, nerve agent that he has that's been weaponized has got that kind of capability, saffron and, and the like. Um, it's horrible. And, uh, but again, it's got to you know, pretty much land right on you. It comes in aerosol form. It's droplets. It's those kinds of things. Uh, but it's not persistent. It doesn't hang around. It dissipates quickly in the environment. Wow. Wow. Mike Lyons uh, is our military analyst. All right. Let's say Russia uses one of the two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know one is worse than the other because you just explained it. Uh, if they use chemical weapons, what do we do? What does Biden do? What's the world? I, you know do? what? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're today's red line day, right? We're all figuring out what's this kind of red line. Um, the red line is the border. Anything that happens inside the border of Ukraine, the, the world really still does nothing. It's just like it happened in Syria. You know, we, Obama tried to claim that chemical weapons were going to be a red line and then did nothing about it. So let's hope we don't make the same mistake and say that we're going to introduce some kind of military solution to to that because there isn't. Um, if we cross the line into um, Ukraine and get involved in what's right now, for all practical purposes, is a regional conflict, um, then we escalate. And then Vladimir Putin allows, you know, gives that kind of message to his people. And now we, we've got a, a wider scale conflict. So 
right now it's just more fodder for the what are we going to do when this is over to Putin uh, and the further he needs to stay away from people because he's likely going to be um, killed or captured himself or, you know, again, dragged in front of uh, the tribunals for war crimes. But, but, um, but Mike, what happens, if he, what happens if he draws us in to the uh, past the border into Ukraine because he used chemical weapons? I mean, couldn't the guy use chemical weapons as a way of drawing us more into this war? If we see that he's using chemical weapons and we're seeing it on television that there are kids that you said they, they'll fall to the ground, it'll, they'll para- right. be paralyzed and killed. Couldn't he right. draw us in that way by using the chemical weapons? And maybe he, yeah. that's what he wants. Yes, exactly. That's what he could try to do. And it is a very difficult thing to watch. And we've talked about before that this whole thing is on television. Again, this happened in Syria. Nobody saw it because no one cares because it's in the middle of, of Syria. But uh, they care about it now. And it's on iPhones and it's on the Internet. and It's all these places. Um, and you're right. He could try to draw us in. And that's really what he's trying to do. Um, it is a difficult thing to swallow. This gets back to th- th- this is the reason why once this is over, we better come up with better deterrence to make sure this doesn't happen next time. Because, frankly, for the last 80 years, since the end of the Second World War, we've avoided this direct conflict with the Russians for a reason, and that's not to have a nuclear winner. So, again, we have to get back to that that spot where we avoid these direct conflicts and let these happen by proxy. But right now, that deterrence isn't there. This is a good enough reason to figure that out when the time comes. It's going to be difficult to watch, but there's literally nothing we should do to get drawn into that. Hey, I was talking to Mike Lyons, military analyst, uh, retired uh, Army major. Uh, you've seen you've seen tour. You understand what it's like watching this thing firsthand is chaos, uh, and it it is it is terrifying. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you've been in situations like that. Uh, the the they're calling them really like a paper army, but you know, was it Stalin that said, uh, you know, eventually qu- uh, quantity becomes quality? That's the reality of it. But the Baltics are looking at this thinking, well, if this turns into some sort of land situation, uh, we we may not be as terrified as or or really need all the help because th- we got to do the best we can to keep out of this because we know the end game would be eventually somebody's going to go nuke. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the Baltics are going to get U.S. forces when this is over. They're going to get maybe ten to 15,000 on a permanent basis. Latvia already wants to do that. I think that's something smart. I think that's one of the things that we will do to deter him from even thinking about you know, going to the Baltics. As I personally thought if this was going well for him, he heads north, he grabs the Belarusian military, and that's the incursion into NATO. It still would take us years to come up with the forces to eject him from the Baltics because we just don't have the forces there right now. That's the that's – the, he knows that Putin knows that we can't do that. But every single day that's going by right now, the likelihood is increasing that the Ukrainian forces are going to fight this to a standstill. They are continuing to pick off um, Russian units in the middle of the night. They're 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 destroying you know first and last vehicles and convoys, and then they just fire them all up. I I love seeing these tanks with the tops blown off them. You have Russian soldiers running out of them and running away. The the numbers, the casualty rates on the Russian soldiers are unthinkable. 6,000 is a a low number. It could be up to 10,000, which means two or three times as many casualties. Now, I get it. They brought 190,000 troops to the battlefield. Uh, but but it, you cannot sustain those kind of losses over time based on the kind of mission that they're trying to do. And every day they get stuck in neutral. Every single day um, that, that uh, they get stuck in neutral, the, the Ukraine military gets stronger. You can't flip a switch. They're not going to be able to just flip a switch and say, yep, now we're going. Let's go. Let's, let's motivate everybody. And let's go. Mm-hmm. Not going to happen. Mike Lyons, military analyst. Thanks, man. Appreciate your time. Great, guys. Thanks for having me. Thanks. The chemical weapon stuff is scary in the way that he uh, – 
he talked about persistent and non-persistent, non-persistent being the nerve agent. And if that hits you, you hit the ground, you paralyzed. That's what we saw, like in places where we saw it when Saddam did it, when we saw it in Gases Syria, people, where you're, right. you know the people are all crampled up. Oh and their gosh! Face. And we don't want to see that, but the reality is, is we can't do anything because what comes after that may be something that makes nerve agent look like nothing. We're talking millions in seconds could evaporate. All right. Uh, coming up next, is ICE even allowed to arrest an undocumented immigrant? The answer may be no. We're going to talk about it in the Gatos and Chad show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad show, 2 till 6. By the way, not a shocker. According to uh, everybody, uh, this administration is arresting less and deporting less when it comes to people crossing the border. And uh, I'm really blown away by that. I know. That's a super shocker right there. Right. And again, Kirsten Sinema this week talked about it. She, she'd been down there. Uh, she talked know, to us a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, about the nightmare that's going on. And here's a Democrat, right? So, uh, well, who, you know, you would think, well, the Democrats are. Look, Democrats, Americans aren't for open borders. We're for fair immigration done the right way. We can sympathize, but there has to be a point, no matter how crazy you are, where you go, well, hold on a second. We can't just allow this to happen. Cinema? We have migrants who don't have immediate travel plans. Okay. There's a growing number of migrants at the Phoenix Sky Harbor Airport on a daily basis who do not have ticketed flights to other parts of the country. They don't know where they're going. Yeah, this isn't like, you know, and they're being released. That's the funny thing. Have no idea where you're going. Have fun. Right. 74,000 arrests of undocumented immigrants in 2021. If you go back to 2019, it's about half as much. That's half as much. So, and this is the time of year where it, it ramps up normally. And last year, we had no slowdown. Even in the summer. Even in the summer. Which usually doesn't happen like that. No. Uh, I mean, this but is... I think when you, you say it all the time. I think when you're invited. I think when, when, the, when, the, head, when the head honcho, the, the, the boss of the, the country, when the, when the president basically invites you, well, you come. You come. So, you know, the numbers are just, yeah, they're pretty, they're pretty crazy. I mean, I was, what is it, like, in 2019, there were like 160,000 arrests, and then in 2021, there was like 74,000. So, if we're not, we're also not following any of the rules, right? They go and reinstate the, the, the stand, remain in Mexico, and what happens? Nothing. 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 Like, we're going to try it for like a mile here. We'll see if it works. It's it's so ridiculous because they know exactly. Well, don't go there because they're going to try it here. Yeah. So we'll go somewhere else. The, the Biden administration knows exactly what they're doing. It's not a mistake. Let's just make sure that that's very crystal clear for everybody. It's not that they're inept. It's Putin's fault. It's not Putin's fault. <laughs> it's that this is what they want. That's the thing. This is exactly what is happening on the border. And you should be outraged. We're outraged. What's happening at the border is intentional, uh, and Biden knows exactly what he's doing, exactly. and this is this is what he wants. Exactly. Yeah. He, he said, within the first 100 days, I'm going to find a way, to, a path to citizenship for uh, 14 million people. He said that during the debate, and here we are. Ding, 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 ding. You rang the dinner bell, and everybody's showing up. Right. And, and you're asking everybody else, hey, I invited everybody over. Why don't you make them dinner? And it's not that it's spiraled out of control to the point that he can't do anything. He didn't do anything from the beginning. He saw it spiral out of control, and that's what he likes. Yep. Which is insane. It's baffling. It's baffling that this is what uh, what is happening. 
But should we be baffled? Because a lot of people for years have been saying they've won open borders, and everybody's like, no, they nah. don't. Sure feels like open borders to me. Well, that's what it is. All right, coming up next, uh, what is going to hurt your wallet the most, high gas prices or inflation? We'll talk about it next. We'll give you some figures on that and how much you're losing each and every month on the Gatos and Chad Show.